1: Good afternoon and welcome
2: in to this Friday, November 4th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer funek and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us on this Friday. Got a lot to get into on today's edition of the show. Uh, we've got a lot of high school football here as we round out the regular season tonight. Um, and tomorrow, uh, we'll be in Alexandria, Virginia, as Martinsburg travels to Bishop Ironton for its final regular season game tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk some college football. Unfortunately, we won't have the Shepherd game tomorrow due to the Martinsburg game. We'll talk Shepard Rams. They look to remain undefeated. Tyson Bajent could be garnering some records tomorrow in the Division II ranks. The Mountaineers play. The Ma- the Marshall, Thunder, and Herd play. And then uh, at 1230, we'll be joined by Tyler Kennett, uh, Nick and I's buddy from college. He's in north central West Virginia. He covers university. We'll talk about a little university football as they come to town tonight to take on Springfield Cardinals, which we'll have for you on talk rated WR and RTV 10, WR and RTV on YouTube. And we'll look at this weekend's NFL slate, including the Commanders and the Ravens. Steelers on a bye um, this weekend, and what else is going on around the NFL. But first, we'll start with uh, the Class AAA. Region 2 Section 1 Volleyball Championship last night, Colin, and figured it was kind of how everybody thought it was going to go. Well, I don't know. Maybe some people thought Hedgesville would steal a set.
3: Yeah, there were probably a few out there that thought that they'd steal a set, or if you're a Hedgesville fan, uh, maybe thought that they'd win. But Musselman is just a really good team, the best team in the state, and they showed it yet again last night, getting the sweep. Over Hedgesville, the first two sets were really competitive. It seemed like just in the end of the first set, Hedgesville kind of slipped up, had a few errors, and that's what gave Musselman the win. And then Musselman had a very uncharacteristic second set, and yet they were still in it the entire time and got that win. And then the third set, it was all domination for Musselman, to get the win for another sectional championship. And now they move on to Saturday with hopefully. believe they'll take on one Hampshire. Win, take on Hampshire if they lost.
2: I believe Jefferson won the contest. Nick over here has got to turn off his ringer on his phone. Sorry. Don't retweet stuff while you're on the show, Spencer, and I won't get notifications. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hampshire, or uh, Jefferson, I believe, beat. Uh, Hampshire yesterday, so that means Musselman takes on Hampshire and Hedgesville, or Jefferson will take on Hedgesville. I believe that tournament is at Hedgesville. Okay, I believe I've seen two different locations, so that's why I was confused. Uh, if anybody knows where it is, they can put it post it on the comments of today's show. I couldn't. I saw at Jefferson, and then I saw at Hedgesville, so uh, I'm not too certain exactly where it is. Uh, But it was a good one, and I expect to see that matchup probably two more times.
3: Yeah, that's the uh, ultimate goal for both teams is to, one, win the first round Saturday to clinch your spots in the state tournament and then play each other for the regional championship to better your seeding for that state tournament in Charleston. And then the other one is, hopefully, when you're in Charleston, getting to score up against each other if you're on opposite sides of the bracket again for the state championship on the final day in charleston
2: thanks to Derek brown it is at hedgesville that's what i was thinking i saw somewhere on online that it was at jefferson and it confused me there actually i saw on metro news they posted the the bearings all right uh but that should be a good one tomorrow uh we'll talk about that monday see how the how it, it uh fares and uh see who's going to states next week soccer's in states today nick
4: they are, yeah. Do you have the matchups? I don't have that with me now.
2: I sent them to you. You're y- the soccer you'll guru. You'll tell me
4: that soccer is what we're talking about on the show. I thought we were doing football Friday, not European football. I thought we were doing American. So I wasn't like ready for the soccer update today.
2: Come on, man. Starts today in Beckley, right, Colin?
4: Threw me yeah. a curveball.
2: Threw you a curveball? You're a soccer guy. You should, we should have talked when about When am yesterday. I a soccer
4: guy?
3: It's not these the one they're that they're... we go to for the scores. It's true, but I didn't know we were doing that today. State championship tournament starts. Colin, don't I you
4: oh, we were doing that today. Come Come on, I didn't
3: because you didn't put it in the show topics. Exactly. All right, I think
2: I've got it. I've volleyball. got it. The boys, or the, excuse me, the girls' class AAA and Beckley semifinals be played today, five p.m. Uh, number one Morgantown Plank taking on number four Hedgesville Morgantown eighteen and one, 18, one and one, while Hedgesville girls are fourteen two and three. That's at five p.m. The other semifinal, number two Park South eighteen and four versus number three George Washington eighteen thirteen and two. That'll take place thirty minutes after. Um. And then the state championship will take place tomorrow, 45 minutes after the class triple play boys final. And we'll get to boys here. Uh, the semifinal will be played today. Currently, one going on right now. Uh, or maybe it's ended. I'll have to check back. But number one, Greenbrier East, 18, 2 and 1, versus number four, Wheeling Park, 16, 3 and 4. That was to take place at, t- at 10 a.m., probably just ended around noon. If not, it's just getting ready to end. Yeah. Yeah. You think and then number two Hurricane seventeen three and two versus number three Spring Mills sixteen and one should be getting ready to get underway with the state championship set for tomorrow at ten thirty AM. So a lot of lot of action tomorrow for high school sports in the area.
3: It's about to say you might be able potentially. to potentially pull up a stream or something for that Spring Mills game later so that we can check and see how the Cardinals are doing because I know they had a really great season this year and hopefully they can win it. And hopefully the Hedgesville girls can win it as well.
2: Yeah, hopefully they can. Let's get into some high school football here. We'll have uh Spring Mills hosting University today. We'll take get go deep into that later on, but uh this if a lot of other things happen Spring Mills gets the win tonight, a lot of other things happen, they could slip slip into the playoffs.
4: They could. In either way though, if you're Spring Mills, uh if you finish this season 5 and 5, well, I think you'll be a little bit disappointed because you know you could have been like we said before seven and three, really just for a few points away from having two more wins on your record. Um, you still got to be excited because for a young football team with just three seniors to be that competitive, to finish the year five and five to beat University, who's been a pretty solid program over the years in the state of West Virginia, that's a lot of things uh, that you can build on heading into next season if you're Spring Mills and head coach Josh Sims. So I think either way, a win today, you're ecstatic about the future of the program. Um, Obviously, you want to find a way to make it to the playoffs, but at this point, you're going to need help. So you can only control what you can control if you're Spring Mills, so you're focused on getting the win, and then if you make the playoffs, that's great. If not, um, like I said, you still have a lot to build on for next year. And even if you make the playoffs, let's be honest, you're going to be a 16 seed. It's going to be extremely difficult to go on a long road to- long road trip to get that win, but you do get that playoff experience for your young team and, of course, for your three seniors that have put a lot of effort in, you want to get them in as well. So there's, there is some things to play for in the playoffs, even if your chances of winning and advancing are very slim. But you got to get through university today, and we'll see uh, if – the Cardinals can do that and like I said either way though it's a great achievement to be 5-5 five and five with this young team
2: yeah they are a very young team we're currently sitting at 4-5 and five right now 6-3 and three are the University Hawks that's set for tonight at 7pm we'll have the coverage for you beginning at five thirty on Radio TV and YouTube the number 16 Hedgesville Eagles host, or host Hampshire Trojans at 7pm with a win the Eagles clinch a playoff spot the Eagles good to see that Jackson Rues taking him out of last week's game, excuse me, was just precautionary in that he seems to be good to go like he has been for most of the season.
3: Yeah, and hopefully uh, he's 100% tonight. We'll have to try to check in on that one as much as possible, because as you said, a win puts them in the playoffs, and it'd be for the first time under Coach Faircloth at the Eagles make it there, which
2: and as is And he great says, from, a
3: year ahead of schedule. Exactly. A year ahead of schedule according, according excuse me, to Coach Faircloth, and when you look at last year and then two years ago, how much this program has improved, it's awesome for the Eastern Panhandle as a whole. So hopefully they can get the win tonight against Hampshire and then maybe shake some things up when they're in the postseason. We'll have to yep. wait and see.
2: The Cougars, the Jefferson Cougars, they've already clinched a playoff spot, but they look to finish the regular season 7-3 and three tonight. If they beat 2-7 and seven Washington, that's set for 7 p.m. at the Cougar Stadium tonight. And... uh It's obviously the Jefferson County rivalry, but uh, it seems to be that Jefferson looking for a big win tonight.
4: Well, not only that, but it's Coach Glenn Simpson's final game in Washington.
2: Yeah, I wasn't going to say that because I didn't... have. They they posted it on Facebook, right? Somebody posted it on Facebook. I didn't want to say it until I confirmed with him.
4: Oh, well, I thought it was posted on the Washington page. Nope. Well, either way, I mean, it's out there, so it's known and... um, you know that's a big thing heading in uh don't know the reasoning behind that but coach simpson has you know done a lot for that program so there should be some extra motivation for his team and that washington team going up there tonight but it's going to be a very tough uh test to going up against jefferson uh but it is washington's at home it's their final home or no i'm sorry they're at jefferson right Yeah. yeah yeah so final game of the year either way though and a big challenge for them but uh anytime you have a rivalry and a rival opponent, um yeah, it's a key matchup.
2: It is a key matchup. The Musselman Appleman, they've clinched playoffs, but they look to try and secure home field advantage in round one. If they can beat four and five, the Parkersburg big Reds, that game slated for seven PM as well. Uh I believe if they win, I don't what did Coach Thomas say to us? I can't remember if it was a win and something else that they could jump up to eight, or if they win they automatically jump up to eight.
3: I don't remember. I think he said they best case scenario they some, could be seven. Princeton to lose. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. it is. But uh, that game should be interesting, and, and uh, hopefully plays Musselman. Part south. Yeah, hopefully Musselman comes out with the victory tonight. As it'd be cool to have them have a home game as well for how pretty how well they've competed this season after last season.
4: Yeah, and how tough their schedule was. We talked Very about the coach. I mean. Six of the teams that they've played are currently in the playoffs. Uh, you could throw Sarando in, too, because they're going to finish with a winning record, and they're an out-of-state team. Um, so, you know, you've played seven teams with that are either 500 or better um, and can all be playoff teams in the state. Uh, that You know, that's a very tough schedule, and, and you've done pretty well. And you have a chance to play another team that, while they'll probably not make the playoffs in Parkersburg, they're still a challenge they're still a good football team um, and a good program. So, Yeah.
2: And our final one that we'll talk about here tomorrow, the number four Martinsburg Bulldogs look to finish the regular season as strong as they travel to Bishop Byronton in Alexandria, Virginia, for a 12 p.m. kickoff. Our pregame coverage will begin at 10.30 a.m. live with Nick from the studio on Radio TV and YouTube. Colin, uh, a lot of things going for Martinsburg, obviously. they want us, They want to win. But they really find out tonight if how many spots they can jump up. They'll be watching tonight. Yeah,
3: it helps that you're the final game of the regular season tomorrow, so you get to see how everything falls into place tonight. And from there, you got to focus on your game, make sure you get the win, and it should be a winnable game. I mean, Bishop Ireton's one and eight this year. It's a rebuilding year for them, but they do have a lot of talent as well so you can't overlook this team in bishop ireton because they got a couple division one guys and guys that are being looked at for division one schools so it'll be fun i think martinsburg still gets the win because they have more depth but if that team in bishop ireton stays on the schedule for the next few years it might get a more competitive matchup later down the road
2: that it really could and uh We'll have that 10.30 a.m. pregame show. Nick will probably get you latest on kind of the update of the playoff, you know, the projected rankings of where things will fall. We won't know the final things until, I believe, Sunday night when the playoffs come out. Is that right? Yeah. I want to say Sunday some. night when the playoff matchups become official, but that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kim Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk college football. Shepard looking to remain undefeated this weekend and Wednesday as well. We'll talk about that when we get back on today's edition of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kim Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first.
1: And I feel hey Cheers to you. <laughs>
0: Radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer deaths in the United States each year. But do you know the radon levels in your home? Home is a place to live, love, and laugh, not a place to breathe air containing radon. The Berkeley and Morgan County Health Departments are distributing free confidential radon test kits, and you can get yours at the Berkeley County Health Department office in Martinsburg and the Morgan County Health Department office in Berkeley Springs. Protect your home and family. Get your free radon test kit today.
3: All eyes in the Mountain State will be on the Martinsburg Bulldogs Saturday afternoon for the final game of the regular season. Bajan drops back the pass, looking to the far side, back shoulder, caught by Dover. Dover has one man to beat. Cuts to the near side of the end zone, into the end zone goes Dover, touchdown Martinsburg. Tune in Saturday at 10.30 a.m. as your Martinsburg Bulldogs take on the Bishop Ireton
1: Cardinals right
3: here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
1: You're tuned in to The Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio wr 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
2: Welcome back to this edition of The Sports Mix on Talk Radio wr and and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today as we uh, get you set for the weekend in sports. We'll talk uh, Shepard. Uh, they're looking to remain undefeated, go 10-0 and 0 this week if they can beat East Stroudsburg. But that's not the only headline heading into the t- tomorrow's game, is it, Nick?
4: No, Tyson Bajan is uh, approaching the touchdowns record for Division II, uh, which is currently held by East Stroudsburg head coach Jimmy Terwilliger. So kind of an interesting connection there. But I think in terms of the matchup, and it is a very important game, even though Shepard has already clinched the PSAC East Division, because you want to remain undefeated so you can get that number one spot in the region, presuming you're able to go take care of business in the PSAC championship game against currently IUP. Um, so that's on the line. And East Strasburg, while you look at them at four and five and you think, well, this team should be an easy win for Shepard, you look at some of their scores and they've been competitive with some of the better teams in the conference. Uh, Kutztown only beat them, by, I believe, four points. So Uh, This is an East Strasburg team that has some good players on the defensive side of the football. They're not a high-powered offense, but could give Shepard some issues to maybe make things interesting on Saturday. I would still say the Rams get the win tomorrow and will advance to undefeated regular season heading into the conference championship. Um, But it, it definitely could be a closer game than you might think on paper when you just look at the two teams' records. I'd say
3: that. I agree. I mean, they just had last week's Defensive Player of the Week as well Special Teams Player of the Week. But you also had the Offensive Player of the Week in Tyson Bajan on Shepard's side and when he's out there healthy, this team has the best offense in the nation by far. So I think they get the job done as well and I think he breaks the record against East Strasburg and it's going to be a special moment going up against Coach Terwilliger. Hopefully there's a Nice uh, touching moment when he does officially break the record maybe between those two. I expect there to be, and I think ever as well. Wish we could be there to see it, but unfortunately we can't. So we'll do our best to follow along and go from there, and hopefully next week when they're in the PSAC championship, it'll be a fun one.
2: Yeah, hopefully. And uh, now let's move on to West Virginia football. They take on Iowa State tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. We'll join that broadcast on radio after the conclusion of uh, the Martinsburg game, which should be kind of close, closely around that time of 3.30. Uh, but heading into this game, no C.J. Donaldson. He's out for the rest of the year, right, Colin?
3: I believe so, yes.
2: And uh, – West Virginia, West Virginia, going to Ames, Iowa, to take on Iowa State. Both teams three and five. West Virginia is one and four in the conference, while Iowa State zero and five. Iowa State. I don't know if it's because C.J. Donaldson is out, but Iowa State is favored in this game by seven. Which to me seems like a big line for two teams that are have the WVU's have identical really Struggled on
3: the road in conference. WVU's offense has struggled on the road. I mean, you just. Saw two weeks ago when they were in Lubbock against Tech, that offense looked horrible. At home, it's been fine. But on the road, it seems like WVU just can't figure things out. So it'd be nice for them to get a win. Keep bowl hopes alive if people really steer, still excuse me, care about almost meaningless bowl games.
2: Yeah, they'd still need three more wins after that unless other teams aren't able to fulfill their bowl right. with the so, one win over it'd be nice, the FCS team.
3: But probably not going to happen this year for WVU. So get this win now. Maybe get WVU next week today, against though. Oklahoma, which I still think is achievable. But when you got Kansas State and Oklahoma State to end the season, don't think you win those.
4: Yeah, I think WVU, though, could win tomorrow. I'm not really too impressed with Iowa State. I mean, they have some close losses here, but not a whole lot of good wins. They And they did lose to Baylor. West Virginia beat Baylor uh, while it was only by three points. I still think that's a good win for the Mountaineers that the Cyclones do not have. Both teams lost to Kansas. So I, I think WVU has the better offense, and I think that will lead to a victory on Saturday. You look at some of these scores for Iowa State, especially as of late, 13 points, 21 points, 9 points, 11 points, 24. Like, against quality opponents, the most they've scored is 24 points.
2: So, yeah. I mean, Could be an interesting game tomorrow. Uh, the other game we'll talk about here, 2 p.m. tomorrow on ESPN+. Plus, Marshall at Old Dominion We're on the road in this one by 3, Nick. What do you think?
4: I think they get that win. ADU, they usually handle them pretty well. Uh, so I think that would continue even though it's in a new conference now.
2: Yeah. They're but former conference USA. Marshall has fans. no offense.
4: But who do you typically Who's gonna be have quarterback no tomorrow, Nick? Well who do you think's gonna be quarterback tomorrow? Unfortunately it's probably gonna be Cam Fancher.
2: Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. They're just leaving uh what's his face out to dry.
4: And the freshmen aren't getting any time either, so
2: yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just supplying store any longer. Cabinson designer bedding, outdoor living in his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You can go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Tyler Kennett of WDTV in north-central West Virginia. And he'll talk to us about university as university comes, the University Hawks are playing Spring Mills tonight in a pivotal matchup to see where they could get in positioning for the playoffs and if Spring Mills can get into the playoffs. talk about that with him when we come back after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
5: This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at orsini's.com. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve. Close to home. Now accepting new patients at all locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, Winchester, and at our newest office in Ransom. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home.
3: The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be this football season. Join us Fridays for Martinsburg Bulldog Games, Saturdays for Shepard Rams and WVU Games, and every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday nights for the NFL Primetime Games. We still have steak night every Wednesday, shrimp nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. So come on in and enjoy the Palace Lounge. We're located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg.
1: This is Ben Copenhaver, your local alarm professional at Dynamark Atlantic Security. Did you know that home break-ins are 6% more likely during the day? That's right. The bad guys know when you're away, and they are smarter than you think. Dynamark Atlantic Security has the security solutions for you. Don't commit the error when the game is on the line. Phone me today at 304-671-2158 to learn how to play good defense against the bad guys. Dynamark Atlantic Security. Call today at 304-671-2158.
2: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, hanging out with you today. Welcome to the program. Tyler Kennett of WDTV in North Central West Virginia. It's Nick and I's former college buddy, and uh, he covers so many schools in North Central West Virginia, but the one particular school we'll talk about this afternoon is the University Hawks. They're in the Panhandle, coming to the Panhandle tonight to take on Spring Mills as university in the playoffs would like a win to uh, get some better positioning. Spring Mills needs a win to, and a lot of things to happen for them to get in the playoffs tonight. But Tyler, how you doing today?
6: Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Friday is always fun. You know, we've got 30 schools that we're trying to cover tonight, and it's just another another day in the life, I guess.
2: 30 schools? I could not imagine trying to cover 30 schools. It's hard <laughs> to cover six schools here sometimes. <laughs> uh, but university, yeah, I,
6: I don't know, it's crazy.
2: University comes into this matchup at six and three, a tough loss last week in the Mohawk Bowl and uh were you at the Mohawk Bowl last week?
6: No, I didn't get to. That that game was probably our game of the year though. You know, I got to do the highlights and everything. But that one started at like they moved it down to eight o'clock because of W V homecoming and everything else. So I didn't get a chance to be there for it. Well I was supposed to be, but I didn't get to. Great game though.
4: Tyler, uh, what can you tell us about this uh, university team? What have been kind of some things that stood out to you in what you've seen so far this year?
6: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that in the, in the beginning of the year, a lot of people were looking at university and they're like, man, this team is not going to be what it usually is. You know, big loss to Park South uh, up in the northern panhandle and everything else, all of that good stuff. You know, uh, big loss there. And I think that everybody thought that the team was going to really – it hit it rough, but then they defeated Fairmont senior who uh also we cover they're the state champions for Double a and they went in a pretty close game there, and then from that point on, you know they've won out everything except for Morgantown that was a one point loss too, so a lot goes into those rivalry games, you know, because it's like that's probably one of the biggest games they have on their schedule all year long. It could go either way, no matter who's winning who's losing any of their games but I think the second half of the year has, has been really good for university. They've got a lot of guys that are uh, you know, juniors, uh, especially quarterback and fullback, but they've also got some really good impact players as well on the line, and tight end especially, I would say. Can
3: you be a little bit more specific, potentially, for us, Tyler, about who some of those guys are for university yeah, that yeah. we should be watching out for?
6: Yeah, I was I was going to let you guys lean into it a little bit, but uh, Luke Hudson, uh, quarterback, you know, for for me specifically, what I do on a weekly basis is just, uh, you know, somebody goes to the the game, they bring it back, and I read the highlights. Guy, I say every week. Uh, I mean, he's making some plays that we call our plays of the week and, and all that good stuff. I mean, he's really got some athletic guys out on receiver. Malik Lewis, he's six foot two hundred and sixty at fullback. Uh, a lot of teams in my area seem to run that fullback setup rather than, you know, a, a weird, uh, you know, a lot of motion with the quarterback type of setup but lewis runs like he would be like a normal halfback running back type of guy i mean lewis has really got some good cuts at the beginning right before he gets to the line noah bram uh, tight end he's a three-star guy he's already committed to play for the mountaineers next year i mean he's probably been the biggest impact player for the team plays d end and tight end both sides of the ball which isn't something we see a lot in AAA around here, but, I mean, he's such an impact player. I mean, he was our player of the week a couple years ago. He could be every week. He's a guy that's always making a play somewhere on the field.
2: And, Tyler, uh, when you look at this receiving core, Jaden Hamrick has really kind of stood out to everybody when you look at the stats. I mean, 57 catches, 746 yards, over 13 a catch with seven touchdowns. He could uh, really take the top off of Spring Mill's defense tonight
6: yeah i think so i think that you kind of have to because because bram also works in that receiving core as well he's caught a few and it's like you have to work on uh at least one side of the ball you know like if they're stacking the right side and then they go and put bram over on there he's either going to be in pass bro or he's going to be down the field with hamrick you know hamrick has been able to open up a lot of games i'm pretty sure back when they played uh Fairmont senior, and Upshur, Preston, teams we cover in our area, that he was one of the guys that kind of opened it up. Uh, you know, big wins against BU and Preston, which, you know, are at the latter half of, of AAA. But, I mean, it's always been running through the air. Uh, Lewis is going to be the guy that just does the rest after you get it to him to make it set it up downfield. He usually powers it through.
4: Tyler, uh, Spring Mills, they're led by quarterback Max Anderson. And when we had Coach Kelly on, Uh, for our pregame interview when we talked to him uh, he was a little bit concerned about how they can defend max because he's a dual threat quarterback how do you think the university defense i guess has stacked up this year we've talked a lot about
6: their offense yeah it's interesting you know uh, coach kelly is probably my favorite coach around here he's always talking about like you know every every game is the toughest game it feels like when you talk to coach kelly but uh i would say for sure that you know like they're pretty big on the d-line as well you know, as a guy who's reading highlights, I'm sorry, I don't know everybody's name, but uh, I, there have been a lot of great plays this year that uh, have ended up on our screens around around north-central West Virginia where guys are getting to the quarterback, guys are doing the damage. You know, if Coach Kelly's saying he's going to have trouble with it, then I'm sure they're planning around it as well. Uh, I would imagine that a lot of that comes on the edge rush and stuff like that, trying to contain him, keep him inside. Uh, but that's what I would hope, you know, as the guy who covers university, we want our guys to go all the way and everything else. But uh, I I think that, you know, up front, they, they've seemed to be pretty stout in terms of trying to protect uh, from dual threat quarterbacks, but they're really outside of Fairmont senior and Morgantown as well, a little bit past few weeks. They haven't really had to deal with that is what I would say. So it's, it's kind of, you're getting a new challenge, if you will, over uh, where you guys are at. How,
3: tough is it to really get a read on this university team looking at the wins and losses those three losses against Parkersburg South early on who right now is one of the best teams in the state Mm -hmm. Wheeling Park another playoff team but that was a big loss too and then just last week against Morgantown a one point loss so how tough has it been to really read this team because of the losses that they had being against good teams but when you look at some of the wins as well the biggest win, as you mentioned already, is Fairmont State, who yes is Fairmont Senior, yes. My apologies. Thank you, Spencer. Being the double A team that was state champions, but at the same time it's a double A team.
6: Yeah, no, that that's exactly right. You know, Fair you know, to quickly touch on Fairmont Senior, all of their losses have been to triple A teams. You know, they they play this crazy schedule where they're coming to play Bridgeport, play University, play Morgantown. But for university, you know, that like I feel like that was the turnaround, but when you think about it, the season as a whole, all three of those losses are teams in the top ten of the current state rankings. Now, you know, the the WVSSAC is what I have to go after. You know, I, I'm not trying to say that Parkersburg South is the best team in AAA or that anybody is really where they should be. It all comes down to kind of wins and losses and the and the math of it and all that stuff. But in terms of you know if the, if the season ended today, who's who's here and who's where? You know, those are three teams that are their playoff contenders. So when you think about it for university, it's like, okay, you've only lost two teams that are really good in terms of uh, the rest of the state. But at the same time, you got to think about it too. It's like, you know, playoffs are coming up. Those are teams you've got to play. Right. So it kind of comes down to uh, a win tonight, probably boost your confidence heading into the next time around that you have to go probably contend against some of those teams because with university being on the lower half, you know, you're probably going to match up with maybe one of those teams that has already played you really well this year.
2: Tyler, of all the AAA teams you cover, who do you expect to make it the furthest in the playoffs?
6: Man, you're, you're doing me dirty. You're getting me to bring up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so for for everyone listening who doesn't live where I am, uh, the teams we cover are Preston and BU, Buchanan and Upshur. Those two are, are, are likely not making the playoffs. The three that we probably will. Have make the playoffs. Morgantown University, as we're talking about here, and Bridgeport. Uh, it's interesting because you know I I don't want to you know everybody from the Facebook comments loves Bridgeport. Uh, it seems no, but uh, Princeton High School beat Bridgeport a couple weeks ago. My home, one of my schools from my hometown, and that was a really unexpected loss for uh, the for the Indians. And, and I don't know, it's it's really tough. You know, I really like Morgantown. I think they've had some tough losses, but they've also had some really interesting wins. Uh, Took one against Fairmont Senior, shut them out. You know, and I know that we keep going the Fairmont Senior AA and it doesn't really matter. It kind of has a weak schedule compared to what other teams may play. But I I don't want to to ride the Bridgeport train just because they're the highest ranking team in our area. You know, I I really think that, you know, Morgantown's had some really – tough competitive games they beat university and also played well with bridgeport to where i could see them maybe upsetting a team early and keep keeping it on
3: tyler i think you should go into politics now instead of sports with how you kind of dodge that question a little bit man good good yeah, stuff i, I can't yeah, you gotta play it smart like that now you gotta bridgeport, play it safe yeah. we do the same around here
2: all right tyler yeah,
3: no.
2: tyler anything else you want to add about this university team
6: No, I think that it's going to be a really close one. You know, for university, it's kind of a must-win situation. There's a lot of room for movement in the last week of the playoffs. So, you know, university is going to bring their A game. I'm sure Springville will as well. We won't have highlights for it, but I'll be definitely checking up with the scores and everything. I'm really excited for it. I think it'll be one of the best games in AAA this week, maybe.
2: All right, Tyler, thanks for the time, and we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tyler Kennett, WDTV sport, sports anchor in north-central West Virginia and uh, university coming to town tonight to take on the Spring Mills Cardinals and uh, learned a little bit there about uh, Spring Mill – or, excuse me, university. And he thinks that uh, university really needs this win.
3: I mean, I do too because you don't want to be one of those bottom four seeds going against one of the top four seeds because we know the talent that the top four in the state of West Virginia has – it's really tough this year.
4: I think it's interesting how Tyler pointed out that Coach Kelly uh, makes every game sound like the next hardest because he really did do that when talking about He did. Mills. He did. You'll hear that
2: later tonight on the pregame I mean, show.
4: Spring Mills is a good team, but you wouldn't think he was talking about a 4-5 and five football team.
2: He was you think thinking you may be, talk be about talking about Martinsburg.
4: N- not quite, but a really good Muscling. team. And I think Spring has the potential to be that, but just haven't quite on the field yet.
2: Yeah, and that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online; they'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap up today's edition of the Sports Mix. Talk NFL. We'll talk Commanders, Ravens, and the rest of the NFL. On the other side of this two-minute break, you're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10.
5: Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. and We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up, no questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bagent. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it. Or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford.
0: Here's to the grown-ups. Your car is now your office, stage, nursery. Sorry, insuring it shouldn't be a headache. Erie, number one in the nation for highest satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience six years in a row. And with Erie, you get your own independent agent, not a giant corporate call center or some online robot. You meet with a real person
5: like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com.
3: Welcome
2: back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you as we begin to wrap up today's edition of the Sports Mix. Got about uh, 12 minutes left into this edition of the Sports Mix, and uh, we'll go through all this week's slate of NFL games with the time we have um, on today's edition left. Uh, But we'll start with the Commanders. I also just want to just saw this come through my feed. Uh, Rest in peace to Dave Butts. He passed away this morning. Former legendary uh, player in Washington history. Yeah, saw that come through the feed uh, as I was looking for the injury report. As uh, he was part of the, he's in the Ring of Fame for the Commanders, a two-time Super Bowl champion, and uh, rest in peace, Dave Butts.
3: I just got breaking news for WVU football. If you want me to quickly Do give it. an update, just coming out around twelve thirty. They just got a (laughs) four-star wide receiver to commit to WVU over Tennessee and Mississippi State in the final three. Traylon Ray out of Tallahassee, Florida. He attends North Florida Christian. So that's a big get. It's a big get. Hopefully. Stars don't mean that much, though. Yeah. We'll see.
4: We'll see. It could be good. It's just a high school kid. Projecting high school kids' futures.
3: It is tough. One of the toughest things to do. That
2: is very tough to do, guys. Uh, But a lot
3: of people try to do it anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we'll look at commanders this weekend as they take on the Vikings. Jahan Dotson, Cole Holcomb, David Mayo, J.D. McKissick all out for this Sunday's game. Uh, Chase Young will not play as well. He's not been removed officially from the list. They just opened his practice window. So uh, it's going to be interesting again another week with Cole Holcomb out. And Jahan Dotson.
3: Yeah, them being out still... Makes you frustrated with Washington, but at the same time, they've been still able to figure out how to get wins. This week, though, against Minnesota's arguably somehow, the second best team in the NFC right now. It, it's going to be tough.
2: Somehow, have you seen the line for this game? Somehow it's three. I don't know. Minnesota's favored by three.
3: While
4: Minnesota is a good team record-wise, I still think people are not 100% convinced on them yet. So that could be why the line is sitting there. Is this uh, Captain Kirk's first trip back to the... I believe it's Atlanta? the first trip yes. back because they went up back. there a
2: couple years ago.
3: But not okay. the first revenge game, yeah. Yeah.
4: Did he win the last one?
3: Yeah, I think yeah. they Probably. killed Washington yeah. in Are 2019. You, gonna, you
4: like that? You like that
3: on I some, don't know if we got uh, We might get it Are on gonna Sunday Are we going to get a? If, if you like that? Or an ooh-wee?
4: If he wins. Yeah, why not? I like Kirk in the... In the I almost
2: said the Cardinals. Kirk? yeah kirk you said kurt did i I said kirk it's kirk i said kirk Kirk. it's kirk cousins maybe i didn't enunciate the kirk Kirk.
4: but (laughs) um i like the i keep wanting to say the
2: cardinals the vikings why do you want to call them the cardinals
4: i don't know kirk and the cardinals (laughs) could be a future team for him
2: could it be who knows
4: They have Kyler Murray exactly. to win no games. All right. Well, the
2: Commanders-Vikings, 1 p.m. Sunday. You can watch that on Fox, or you can tune into it on the radio. We'll have it for you 106.5 FM, AM, 740, 11 a.m. pregame show from the Commanders Radio Network with the 1 p.m. kickoff. Steelers are off this weekend on a buy, and I know that uh, probably makes uh, Rob a little happy. because it's every to, Steelers fan happy so that they don't, yeah, have, you don't have another week another of disappointment. Misery. Um. Let's recap last night's Thursday night football game, 29-17 to 17 victory for the Eagles, and it was a lot closer than that until the end of the ball game.
3: Yeah, it was 14-all at the half. It was Actually, little... the ten,
2: 7 to nothing. Did you know that?
3: I don't know if I knew that they were in the lead. I, I knew it was tied at 7-7 and then tied at 14-all at the half after Elliott missed a uh, 54-yard field goal going into the half. But good teams like the eagles find ways to win so they keep the undefeated season alive but at the same time i think against houston they showed a little bit of weakness that they're beatable and i'm hoping monday next week they're beatable hey they get a long rest
2: well
4: also you got to consider too thursday night football is always bad football so if you're a good team and you're playing kind of a bad team and it's a short week I feel like a lot of those scenarios help lead to maybe a closer game than you would expect between yeah. the Texans and Eagles
2: I would tend to agree with you on that let's start let's uh pick this weekend slate since we've got time we'll start uh, uh well who do you pick from the commanders game are you picking the
3: Vikings or commanders No, just for the fun of it, let's go with Washington by a field goal.
2: I've got Washington by a field goal as well. I know Nick's got – he's riding Captain Kirk.
3: Yeah, going Vikings by two touchdowns. Wow, okay. I wouldn't be surprised, (laughs) honestly.
2: All right, 1 p.m. on Sunday, Chargers at Falcons. Chargers favored by three in Atlanta. Going to get the Chargers. Uh, Chargers win. I'm
3: going Falcons.
4: Falcons will make it close because they pretty much do every week. They're 6-0 against the spread, I think, at one point. Don't know if they still are, but
2: give me the Chargers. All right, Dolphins at Bears. Miami favored by four and a half. Uh, I think this is clearly evident. I think Tua's back back, and we're going to see some touchdowns. We see great effort from the defense, <laughs> excuse me, and the Dolphins win this one.
4: Yeah, the Bears are tanking, so it's hard to believe that. Are they win. tanking? I think they are. I mean, they, they just got Chase Brooke Claypool Ron Smith.
2: Well, they just got an offensive weapon for Justin Fields. Yeah, but they traded their best defensive player. Yeah, but he wanted out. He said he was surprised by the move. (laughs) He still wanted out. They finally found a trade partner. Dolphins win big.
4: Yeah. I'll go with the Finns, but I think the Bears can make it close. I like how Justin Fields has played.
2: All right, Panthers at Bengals. Cincinnati favored by seven. Will uh, Joe Burrow finally get back in the win column? I hope not,
3: but they'll probably. They need to wake up and do so if they want to be a contender this year.
2: Look, like Joe is not that good with Lamar
4: Chase Jamar Chase. Does it follow Lamar way.
3: Chase? <laughs> but
4: uh I'll still go with the Bengals because the Panthers suck.
2: All right. I've got the Bengals. I got the go. Bengals. All right, we're by all, a touchdown. We're all picking Bengals. All right, uh another one PM game. Packers at Lions. Packers favored by three and a half. They need to get back on the wagon after a tough few weeks, tough talk to the season three and five. I'm going with the Packers.
4: I think it continues. Give me Detroit.
3: I'm going Packers, but I think it goes overtime.
4: You think it
2: goes to OT?
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to be that specific.
4: Is it going to be a shootout? No. Like 45 points? I don't know. The Lions can
3: score, man. The, the can Lions score. can, but can the Packers? Exactly. Honestly. So give me Detroit.
2: All right. Colts 3-4-1 and one at Patriots 4-4. Four four. New England favored by 5-1. That's a
4: terrible game.
3: Um, Terrible game to pick. It might actually be an entertaining competitive game when you watch it in the final two minutes because of bonus coverage from something else. (laughs) (laughs) What's the local
2: local game?
4: I'll go with the Patriots. You go with the Patriots?
2: Are they at home? Yeah. Yeah, I've got the Patriots Patriots Patriots. in Foxborough as well. I'm going Colts. Why are you going Colts? They just traded like Naeem Himes. There will be fine. I'll figure know. it out. Okay. The one PM game, which I done. believe you'll be able to watch locally on CBS. Yes. Bills at Jets. Buffalo favored by eleven and a half.
3: Buffalo.
4: That's, that's decreased a little bit, but I think yeah, the Bills went yeah. big. Bills
3: stomp. I, I think the Jets cover. You know. said eleven and a half. Yeah. I'd put it at ten.
4: The Jets maybe are nine. not going to be able to protect Zach Wilson against that Buffalo
2: defense. Hey, the Texans covered last night. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> so who do you, Jets have? Cover. you have?
4: the you have the, the Bills. You have the Bills, and they'll cover.
2: All right, the Bills will cover. Uh, another one PM game. CBS uh, will won't be on in the area. But Raiders at Jaguars. Both teams two wins. Two and five for the Raiders. Two and six for the Jaguars. Vegas favored by one and a half. Give me Jacksonville.
3: Give me the Raiders. What is going on with Lawrence, man?
2: The Raiders
4: got shut out last week.
2: They did get shut out. Maybe they're going to be why pissed. they win this they're, week. Maybe they're going to be mad and they're going to
1: come Sad. out. I
4: need them to do somewhat well because I have Josh Jacobs on my fantasy team and I got I Daniel too. Carlson as my kicker and he got me a zero last week. And even though he's been the number one fantasy kicker,
3: huh? I All think right. they get the win this week because Jacksonville is not good.
2: Neither are the Raiders. They'll All figure right. it out. First of two four o'clock. 05 Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals favored by two in this one. Call of, Hawks. Duty. Call of Duty just came out, and I, I think Seahawks going to win this one. Juno Smith going to lead it on top of uh, more than Juno uh, Smith.
3: Give me Seattle.
2: Seattle. Okay, we're all picking Seattle here. Yeah. Uh, final 425 or final afternoon game 425 on CBS. Rams at Buccaneers. Three and four Rams, three and five Buccaneers. Tampa at home favored by three in this one. This is an interesting ball game.
3: And yes, it's going to be nationally sure.
2: televised, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
3: it's Tom Brady against the defending Super Bowl champions, and the team that loses is really in trouble.
4: Well, they are and they aren't because they're both in two of the worst divisions of That's football in terms of teams' records. Seattle, though, is going to probably win the West based on how they played.
3: Give me the Rams.
2: All right, Gary. I'm going with the Bucs. I'm going with the uh, Rams here.
4: I don't like how Stafford's played at all. At least Brady's putting up yardage, but Not he has no it. weapons. <laughs> he does have <laughs> weapons though. He's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on his
2: team. All right, Sunday night football, 8:20, NBC, Titans at Chiefs. Both teams five and two. Titans are 3-1 and one on the road. Chiefs, Chiefs are 2-1 and one on home. Chiefs favored by 12.5 with the over-under set of 45. Chiefs all the way.
4: Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs big.
2: All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix tonight. 5.30 p.m. pregame show, 7 p.m. kickoff as Spring Mills hosts University trying to get into the playoffs tonight. And then tomorrow, 12 p.m. kickoff. 10:30 pregame as Martinsburg travels to Bishop Ironton in Virginia. Stay tuned for that, and then on the radio later the afternoon the Mountaineers are at Iowa State, and then on Sunday Commanders football 1 p.m. 11 a.m. pregame show before the Vikings, and then Sunday night football you can catch on Talk Radio WRNR Titans and Chiefs. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Thanks to Tyler Kennett for coming on today. We'll talk to you on Monday.